hello. Uh, what is the word? Super dope. That's it. So happy Wednesday. This is about as close to a week off as I'm taking, uh, you know, because sometimes I just take weeks off without putting out episodes. So maybe that's a lie. Either way, don't matter. Listen, I'm doing that Kikuchi thing today with Napoleon the Legend. So uh, what that means is that there's no new episode for you today. Instead, what you get is somewhat of a repeat, but it's not really a repeat because it's never been on this feed. In case you didn't know, Super Dope Plus Ultra, that's a show where we cover Boku no Hero Academia, has launched into its own feed. Okay? Now you know. Anyway, here's an episode from that. If you're a regular listener to Super Dope and you haven't gone to go uh, subscribe to that feed yet, uh, boo on you, for sure. And uh, stop being a butthole, also for sure. Third for sure is go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't use Apple Podcasts as your primary listening uh, app, fucking do me the favor. All right? Thank you. Okay. Plus Ultra. This is uh, last week's episode, New Improv Moves. Um, if you want to hear the one that we just did for this past Saturday, um, the fuck was that one? Momo versus Kendo, Mushroom Madness, all that nonsense. That episode's up now as well. You can go check it out in the new feed. Talk with you soon. And soon meeting next week, probably. And uh, okay, super dope. Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome to Super Dope Plus Ultra. I'm Kelly. I am here, as always, with Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hey, Kelly. What's going on? Not that much. Just uh, hanging out, thinking about my Hero Academia. Doing the Plus Ultra. Yes. Feeling very Plus Ultra today, for sure. This was a great episode, I think. Yeah, I think um, I enjoyed it, but I definitely noticed some things about it that are going to sound a little complainy. So, oh, that's okay. I like complaining. Yeah. So we're talking about episode, this is episode 93, uh, season Oh, five, we were way off last time because last time we thought it was like we're, 98. We're close to 100. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, new improv moves. Mm, so it was improv moves too. Yeah. Not improved. Improved. Mm. Except not past They are hands. improved. Yeah. It's like, uh, how does Ashido put it? Like a finishing move in a video game. Yes. Very cool. I have a quick question for you. It's really dumb. Um, improved. How would you spell improved versus improved? It's a good. I guess improved might be an apostrophe D. I mm. don't know. Okay. Because I was just thinking. I, I guess you mm, wouldn't say. Im- I, I guess you, if you had to spell out the word improved, you'd probably just do the full spelling of improvisation or improvised. Oh. Improvised. That's it. <laughs> I didn't even realize that that's what that came from. Oh, have you never... Weren't you a theater kid in high school? <laughs> I thought improv was like uh, its own adjective, its own action. Uh, it's short for improvisation. Well, now I have learned something. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, adapting on the <laughs> yeah, fly. Yeah, I should go back to high school. Yeah, okay. maybe. Or just like, you know, dictionaries. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, who even has one of those anymore? Uh, everyone who has access to a phone or a computer. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to carry one around. I just ask Google. Exactly. Google's your dictionary. That's not true, even. I'm lying. I don't ask Google anything. If I don't know something, I just continue on in ignorance. 
Ooh, see, I hate people like you. Why would you do that to yourself? You've got the ability to seek out the knowledge for anything that you could possibly wonder about and you choose not to do it and live in ignorance. What the fuck? I just like learning things like on the fly, like surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, whatever's uh, whatever's clever, I guess. Cool. All right. So let's uh, let's do this. Episode 93. New improv moves. Absolutely. So we got, you know, we kick it off with a nice little sped up recap of the previous fight. So we get to see Class 1A kick booty again, which was great just to get us in the mood, you know. Um, and then we have like some nice, a nice little self-reflection session with Aizawa sensei. Self-reflection. Perfect. That's exactly yes. what I wrote. Actually, I put down self-awareness here, but same idea. Um, yeah. That they are like, all right, we won, hooray. But then they automatically start like breaking down all the things they did wrong and feeling bad about themselves in a lot of ways. <laughs> I know, poor things. So Kirishima, he just wants to, you know, he says his quirk isn't helpful if he's not in a fight, which I disagree. Like, I don't like when they're sad about themselves. I'm like, you're amazing, Kirishima, even if you're not useful, but whatever. So he thinks he wasn't useful. Kojikoda says he needs to just be more, like, accurate with his directions for the bugs, which is absolutely true, because we thought so, too. We were like, what are you doing, Kojikoda? You gotta give those ants some proper instructions there, Kenjikoda. Kenjikoda? Yeah, someone needs to introduce him to some more vicious bugs. Or, like, just have him watch the first two Ant-Man movies. Got some ideas, man. I know they've got those available in Japan. Even, like, a bug's life could just give him some more ideas. Dude, fuck a bug's life. We're gonna have him watch the movie Ants. That movie Bugs is Life way is better. better than a... No, it's not. <laughs> Ants Why is definitely opposite Ants is definitely the superior movie to A Bug's Life. Bug's Life was just more commercially successful. No go way. Back, go back and watch them back to back. The message in Ants is way better than, than A Bug's Life. I couldn't even tell you what the message of A Bug's Life is. A Bug's Life had that really fat caterpillar that turned into a dainty little butterfly, and I loved it so much. Hell of a message. It is. I think so. So anyway, another thing that we disagree on. Uh, okay. I think I think that Kirishima, at least him being aware of the fact that he's most useful up front in like a hand-to-hand confrontation is great. But yeah, him being um, at least starting to put the wheels in motion on how he can be a little bit more diverse and how he can employ his quirk. Uh, it's important that we see this you know moment happen. Um, otherwise, when he shows up and all of a sudden he's some kind of competent range to threat we're gonna be like wait a minute what the hell did we miss when did he learn or think about starting to do this stuff yeah it's nice to see them grow so i was glad that he was reflective kim and ari was just like yeah did you see me i was the star of the show what's his is his hero name jamming yay (laughs) i don't think so i think that that's just like jiro's little nickname for him maybe i don't think that's his that'd be the worst freaking hero name and he has so many options because electricity like like bolts zaps like there's all kinds of things you can do for a hero name with electricity like yeah so i don't think so i think that's just a cute little nickname because before shinso was in the picture i really thought that like jiro and kiminari kind of had some chemistry but maybe i should stop like forcing relationships on these kids i don't know yeah, you know what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Same thing that a lot of like 13 year old girls do in the uh, Facebook groups. Huh? That's you right okay. now. Okay, I'm not surprised because quarantine has made me regress like very hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not surprised. 
Well, hey, man, so long as you're getting some satisfaction out of your uh, weird fictional relationships you're dreaming up in your brain, that's really all that matters. They're just for fun. Yeah. Um, Sue was saying that she needs to, like, have better plans and try not to make so many, like, mistakes. She talked about how, you know, it was really tough to lose Kirishima and Koji Koda right away. So she was kind of reflecting on, like, not being prepared enough. And Shinso is really frustrated because he feels like he wasn't able to even use any of the things he learned in his training. He wasn't able to put them to good use. So overall, the class does some like really good self-reflection. Shinso, though, that- real quick, he, he yeah. speaks specifically to the ability to use the wraps, which is something mm. I harped on a bunch last week. Like, how did he get so strong to be able to pull that pipe down? But he said something in the effect of like, I didn't even get to show off one-tenth of my ability with the binding wraps. And I was like, don't worry about it, buddy. It took me six years to become a badass with them. You've only been doing yeah. it for a few months. So we're going to see him do some really cool stuff with those wraps in the future. If we don't, and they just gave me that line to tease me, I'm going to be upset. Don't tease me. Please me. Is that inappropriate? I'm going to clip that um. one, I guess. <laughs> So uh, Shinso's like taking it pretty hard, even though Aizawa was like, it's fine. And we see him like playing Cat's Cradle with his little rappy things and he's like reflecting. Um, So we know that he's getting prepared for his next battle because he goes again in round five, right? The last one. I think he's in the next round as well, right? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. No. In round five, he's going to be on Monoma's team. So that's the last battle of this arc. Got it. Right, so he's, like, planning. Um, let's see. Oh, so we start the next battle, right? I, I mean, mean, did they it, do it, anything before that? There's a decent little chunk where, like, they all sit down in the middle of the of the hall. Well, not the hall, but, like, the middle oh, of yeah. the gamma bin. They're like, oh, let's think up some new moves. And Oh, right, 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 and their teams. Yeah, so we learn a little. I mean, we, I, my favorite part of those sequences is seeing Deku with his notebook out again and him just, like, going full spectator but also nerd mode and kind of, I don't know, we don't really get mm. too much insight as to what they might have uh, planned. We do get sca- we do? With, with Deku? Ashido has a flying acid spin kick move. Oh. So we better see that. <laughs> That's going to be her, her dope video game finishing move. Uh, one thing that is dropped in there that I noticed on my second watch through today was uh, Ida goes to his group. I can't tell you who's in this group offhand, but oh, he, yes. he goes to his group and he says, you know, before we come up with this plan here, I got to tell you something about my recipro. Um, I don't know what that is. It's probably going to factor into whatever uh, match uh, he's going to find himself in. But uh, I think he was in Todoroki's group. Okay. And that the folk, I know they said the focus of that group is going to be more like the, I forget the term they use, but like the focal point of the group or whatever mm. is going to be Todoroki. But, and then when Ida, when it counts, we're going to get Ida in there to use his speed as like the trump card or something. Yes. That makes sense. You're right. And then Bakugo is like, I hope he doesn't really do this in the fight. I was trying to remember if I could even remember what he was like in the fight in the manga, but I don't. It doesn't stick. But he's like, stay out of my way and it's all about me yeah typical on bakugo stuff so but i hope he's not really like that in the fight because i have been enjoying his character growth and i would find it really disappointing if he kind of just like backs into his old 
like no teamwork, no regard for the others. It would be pretty thing. easy for them to do that and just kind of have it be a one-off kind of deal or whatever. Mm. Um, my thought process is though, since they're putting so much emphasis on the strategy part of these matches um, and the focal point of individual teams and who's going to whatever, be the focus while other people can kind of coordinate to try to kidnap or not kidnap, that's the wrong word, but capture somebody on the other team. Total Roki's that guy for his team. Maybe Bakugo's sort of going into it like playing that, you know, I'm the I'm the hero, you know, yeah. extra stay out of my way card, but knowing that he's going to have to be that role. He's good. Who else is on his team? Fucking Jiro, S- Jiro Sato and Mineta? Somebody, it's somebody small. No, Mineta's with Deku. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember who the fourth person is. I can't is. either. Who else is it? Oh, Saro. It's Saro. Oh, right, right, right. Because I like Saro a lot, and I think that he's he's actually one of, I think, the coolest, more underrated characters. I think his character design is really interesting. I think his quirk is really interesting. I think that he's a cool character. I hope but he Bakugo, does cool things. Bakugo could just be, you know, giving off this one vibe to kind of have that be the setup. And then mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, Bakugo's acting like a jerk, all of a sudden all the team collapses in on him. And then that gives Saro an opportunity to tape them up and be like, I told you, idiots. Like, I could see that exact thing happening very easily. And then you're like, yeah, oh, Bakugo true. didn't actually regress in his character progression. He was playing along all along. Like, I could see that. <laughs> and then they all lived happily ever after. And Bakugo yeah. was the star of the show. It was beautiful. The end. I cried tears of joy. You would, because you love that I boy. Would. I would. I love him. I have so many stickers of him. I don't have a single sticker of Deku. I have so many of Bakugo. It's a problem. Yeah. Anywho, though. We, we truly are opposites. Yeah, I know. Because I was just thinking with the Bugs Life and the Ants movie. Like, why is it everything? We just disagree. Yeah, it's because uh, you're wrong, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, like, thoroughly disagree with that as well, but... See? Let's, um, let's move right. on. Go ahead. Let's move on. Let's get to this battle so, so that way yes, we don't battle. So, we get our battle. So, the other team, so, um, class uh, 1B, just because I feel like a lot of people don't really know who these characters are so much, we have Kendo, who we've seen a few times. Her quirk is called Big Fist. And if you remember, she can make those, like, huge mitt hand big fist things. And she uses him to punch Monoma in the goddamn head because he deserves it. Uh, Yes, for sure. And then we have Komori, whose quirk is called Mushroom. Yeah, I the way the episode ends with her coming in and doing her thing, I was like, I think she's so cute. (laughs) I think she's kind of adorable, too. She's got a La Brava energy because she's super tiny with the bangs and stuff, but... um, I looked at her and I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this character once in my life, and I don't understand how this quirk is about to work. But I also really enjoy the mushroom aesthetic. So, like, if you like Google mushroom aesthetic, like, I love that kind of stuff. It's so cute. She looks like she's like straight out of uh, a Mario game. Yeah, something like that. Cute. Uh, So then we have Kuroiro. (laughs) Kuroiro. Shihai Kuroiro. Kuroiro. I'm I'm there with you. Shihai Shihai Kuroiro. Kuroiro? Well, if I wanted to try to say it and be like sort of Japanese y. Kuroiro. 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 I can't do it. I just can't. It's impossible. Kuroiro. Kuroiro. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Kuroiro. Well, he's just. His quirk is called Dark. And I think he seems pretty cool. Too. I was like, mm, 
Who's him this and Tsukuyami are like the coexisting or cooperating princes of darkness. I know, Prince of Dark. I was like, Prince of Darkness. And then I was like, oh, another Prince of Darkness. It's like a rivalry amongst the royal family. Crazy. Of emo teenagers at UAI. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to watch te- emo teenagers like battle it out. So this is great. And then the last one is Fukudoshi. And his, well, his last name is Manga, Manga Fukudoshi. And his quirk is called Comic. So that's going to be really interesting to see in a battle. You know what I mean? Comic. So having a point of reference for it without spoiling it on the, is it something that works well in the manga as a, as a medium? I could not tell you. I do not remember. When I tell you that I read through them all once and literally an entire year ago is where this stuff is happening from the manga came out a year ago um i don't remember these fights certain things about these fights stick out to me so i do know some stuff that happens with like momo and i do know some stuff that happens with this mushroom girl certain parts stick out to me this that doesn't i don't remember that's not saying that it wasn't really cool um it just means that like at the time i didn't register it so i don't know Sorry. Okay. No, be that's a cool. disappointment. No, it's fine. I mean, it'll obviously leave something to uh to be surprised by or, you know, intrigued by when it does make its way to the screen. Um yeah. before we get to the battle itself though, two things. Mm-hmm. We started that thing last week where like, you know, there's always like that little two second moment in every episode of My Hero Academia where uh for so whatever or at least for me, where I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh my god, that was so effing funny. This episode had a lot of them for me. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I, I think I've counted at least three, maybe four. But this is where the first one comes in, where that robot comes in and basically tells them uh, human <laughs> beings are inferior because their parts can't be replaced. No <laughs> replaceable parts. Just the way he just comes <laughs> in and funny. says it very casually and it skirts on off. I was like, oh man, that's my, f- that's it. That's my moment for this episode. And then I made like three more after that so yeah there were some cute there were some cute parts in this episode for sure i liked like i said i like this episode a lot i think i i had very little bad things to say obviously again we're a little opposite here but a little bit but the other important thing that happens before the fight is we got a little um monologue uh internal monologue i think from all might and he mm. just and it's an opportunity for they do a lot of clever shit in this episode. We don't get the title screen in this episode until eight and a half minutes in. We see replays from the last episode in the beginning. We see replays from a season four at two different. I mean, the first time it's very quick. The second time it's a little bit longer. But we see recaps of clips from season four scattered in throughout this episode. Um, but one of the uses of it is this inner monologue that All Might has. The only thing that I wanted to stop and point it out for is because he says we are at the end of the school year already. Mm -hmm. So we talked a couple of episodes about like, you know, where are we in the school year? How long does Japanese school years last and all that? We're at the end of the first year. Uh, It took us five seasons, but we're at the end of the first year. Hooray. I just wanted to point that out. (laughs) I kind of thought he just meant the end of the year. Not like the end of the school year. Because it is winter. That's true. I thought you just meant it's the end of the year. No, you might be right. Yeah, winter costumes, that would actually make a lot of sense. But then that would mean, oh, shit, we don't even know when Japanese... When does Japanese school start? September? When did they start? There's no (laughs) way that only three months have passed (laughs) since the beginning of the But maybe they start earlier than that. Maybe they start in, like, July. I don't know. I'm looking it up. (laughs) 
I'm so lazy. I just want other people to tell us. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. Because I think he just means the end of the year. How does Japanese school year... Uh, the Japanese educational system was reformed after World War II. Lovely. Uh, most schools operate on a three-term system with the new year starting in April. The modern oh, educational okay. system started in 1872 and is modeled after the French school system, which begins in April. Fiscal year in Japan also begins in April and ends in March of the following year, which is more convenient in many aspects. So I guess if I mean if that would be if it was year round, April is the height of spring when cherry blossoms bloom and the most suitable time for a new start in Japan. This difference in the school year system causes some inconvenience to students who wish to study abroad in the U.S. A half year is wasted waiting to get in, and often another year is wasted when coming back to the Japanese university system and having to repeat a year. Except for the lower grades, I'm going to have to cut a bunch of this, but vacations are six weeks in the summer and about two weeks each for winter and spring breaks. Mm. So if they start- And like golden week and stuff. I guess that counts as spring break. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks for winter and spring break. So I guess that's when golden week would be. Uh, Often homework over these vacations. So then I would take it, if the break is six months, excuse me, six weeks, and the school year starts in April, then that means that the school year would end in February, late February. So if they're at the end of the calendar year in this episode, at the end, because mm-hmm. we're, we're in winter, winter costumes, we think he meant end of the year, not end of the school year. Right. I'm that thinking means, it's probably around November, just early December. So we've got another couple of months until the end of this first school year. Okay. Okay. Because, yeah, I didn't know and I... I haven't looked it up, but that kind of makes sense. So April Kinda, to March, you said. So basically, I, I think the whole it, year. yeah, basically it's six weeks in between the years. So, um, if the school year starts in April, it would end in the end. No, of No, the six weeks is in the summer. They just have a six week summer break. Oh, because I was comprehending as you were reading. You were like spewing out the info, and I was vacations it. are six so weeks April. in the summer and about two weeks. So yeah, okay. So they start school in April, right? Yeah, they've got. A week or whatever for Golden Week, because Golden Week is in April, I believe. Okay. Then they just have school until summertime, where they just have a summer break. It's not the end of the year like it is for us. Like, our summer breaks end the year, but that's not how it is in Japan. So they have a summer break for six weeks, and they go back to school, and they have school all the way until March. And then they just start the new year again in April. That is super fucking confusing. But they only have three high school years instead of four high school years. So we're almost one third of the way then through our high school journey here with these fucking superhero nerds. Crazy. Wild. Feels like it's been five years. I just like write off All Might so hard that I didn't even remember about that. You need to stop disrespecting All Might. Can you seriously find anything else to disagree with me on? I mean, you, I could right. probably. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do that, but yeah. you, I'm making a point. Go ahead. I'm just we'll, saying that I didn't, I forgot he even did that. Yeah, but yeah, so we know it's the end of the year, wintertime, and he's reflected over, like, how far they've come and all of the things that they've been through so far. Beautiful. I mean, I thought we were just bringing clarity to the thing from two weeks ago. <laughs> we were. I'm sorry I had to Google something for you. That's okay, I don't mind. Um, Before the battle starts... We kind of get, like, the introduction to two little rivalries here. 
Okay, so like we've already said before, we've got um, Kururui, the dark, you know, the dark impersonator, and versus, you know, Tokuyami and Dark Shadow. They kind of set up their little beef, right? But then we also have like Kendo versus Momo. And I forgot that they had had that commercial together. Oh, and man, I love those episodes. I had forgotten about that. I completely spaced it. And so she kind of mentions about how she's wanting to, Kendo's been wanting to go up against her in a real battle for a long time because people lump them together. And she specifically mentions about how during the school festival, um, people call them both idols and people were like really cheering for Kendo. And it made so much more sense as to why people were like chanting Momo's name during the concert. Remember that? I was I do. so confused when it happened because I was like, Momo's not really playing a huge part in this concert. She's I the hot chicken class one A. Yeah. That she'd been in a commercial with like a famous hero. Yeah. Totally spaced that out. So I was glad they brought that back because I've forgotten. And, and I so like we... the fact that they bring it back because I'm watching the I haven't watched those episodes in a long time, but Neither I remember really. the distinction between those two was like Kendo's kind of leaning into it and Momo's like, this is hero work. Oh, I didn't really expect this. And there's mm-hmm. like a distinct naivety that she's got going on while Kendo is a little bit more slick and adaptable about the situation. And um I we get to see Momo's naivety again in my second favorite uh moment of the of the episode where Kendo is like, you know, people put us in the same box and it's always really bothered me. And she can't get her brain around like the metaphor of getting put in the same box. And there's a little thought mm-hmm. bubble of a mini Momo trying to shove things into sure. a box. One hundred percent. I think that's maybe my favorite. Um, she just can't get her brain around the metaphor of getting lumped into the same box. <laughs> I know that was really oh, funny. She's so I kind cute. of like I sort of picture Momo as being like the, you know, rich goody two shoe tutored book smart girl and then even though we don't really know that much about kendo i picture her as being like the rugged more has to scrape by and street smart version you know know why you think that right because she's scrappy nope well i mean that's part of it every time we see her basically she is punching monoma in the head and giving us all some serious much needed relief yeah the other part of it is Redhead, like Orphan Annie. I was going to say, because she's a redhead. Yeah, been a hard knock <laughs> life for Kendo, except for uh, her perfectly capable powers and her luck and being in those commercials and being really gifted and uh, beautiful and wanted by uh, all of the pro hero agencies in the world. Probably. I don't know. We'll see what Kendo's future holds. But you got yeah. a big old fist and knock a motherfucker around. You're pretty much starting from a position of strength, in my opinion. I agree. So we've got those things kind of like brewing. Before the battles even start. So we're like really pumped up to see some kind of face off, you know? And um, when the fights start, uh, Tokuyami is like, well, we're, I'm going to scout ahead. And has Dark Shadow like fly up so high. He's got way more range with Dark Shadow. And I was kind of trying to remember, besides from like the intro episode, which gave us kind of a little recap on everybody. When's the last time we saw Tokoyami in a battle, like, using Dark Shadow? I can't remember. I honestly could not tell you. He's not really involved in the Shia Saikai stuff. Um, Is it when Bakugo got kidnapped and he was fighting that Moonslicer guy? 
Maybe. No, he wasn't against him. When he, I mean, you remember when he went crazy? Dark Shadow was Yeah, like, he, and he loses control because he's in the right. middle of the woods and they have to use Bakugo's fire and all stressful. that to light it up. Yeah. Is that the last time we see him? It could be. I, I could feel like be. we don't see him during the rest of. I don't. Do we see him during season four? Even we this don't. is uh, if we do see him during season four at all, it's got to be real quick cuts because what he was up to in season four is shown all in the second half of this episode. Yeah. So I just remember being really impressed. I was like floored at how much better he had gotten, and it just reminded me that we haven't really had a lot of screen time with him in a long time. For whatever reason, sometimes I think of Dark Shadow as like a really goofy thing. Like sometimes mm-hmm. he, it's kind of like played as comedic relief, but you're right. The way that he starts out in this episode and goes and scouts ahead, it's like a really bright course too. So to see him go as far ahead as he does, as high up as he does, like in the middle of everything and then circles up amongst the four of those people in class 1B and he's like, you guys can't hesitate. Don't hold back. I'm just going to capture you yes. all right now. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Dark Shadow. You're like the fifth member of this team. You're going to win this <laughs> for the class. This has got to be some kind of cheating, yes. doesn't it? And it's, uh, another thing, too, is I oftentimes kind of forget that Dark Shadow is like a separate entity. It's like a, a demon shadow being that like lives within him. I, I sometimes forget that it's not like himself extended. Until mm. things happen where he's, like, got a very different personality and stuff. And I'm like, oh, right. You're, like, a separate entity. That's strange. When it base, I mean, does it come out of his belly button? Chest area? I don't I, know. I'm just going to imagine that it's, like, uh, not his belly button because that hurts. Yeah, that's gross. It's bad enough we got to deal with Aoyama doing his thing with his naval buffet. Yeah. <laughs> his laser. <laughs> oh, man. So... We see that, and I was super impressed. But, you know, Class 1B has a trick up his their sleeve, and that is this Kururari. Gosh, I need to be able to say that better. Yeah, we can't say that name, everybody. Neither of us. So we should just call him something else. Like but Emo what? Boy. I don't, emo, know. Shadow, I don't know. Shadow Guy, supporter Shadow of the Deep. Shihai Kororu. Kuro. Kuroiru. Kuroiru. I hate this goddamn show sometimes. <laughs> like, why the fuck would you give me like 60 motherfucking character different names? And you know what? I'm actually pretty good at remembering character names. Maybe yeah, not I know, first and are. last names all the time, but it's because I make an effort to write them down. And that's how I like somehow lodge them into my brain. Um, but they stick pretty well. But like, I. I'm never going to see this fucking character again, am I? Like, why am I going through the problem or the problem so. with trying to pronounce his name when, A, he's like a fucking terrible Tokoyami ripoff with a way worse haircut and a much less cool power, and mm-hmm. he's got an impossible fucking name to say. And I forget what his, it's the scheming hero, Vagat Band or some shit. I think it's like V-A-G-A-T-B-A-N-D. I, I could be wrong, but it's a stupid fucking name, and I'm never going to try yeah. to commit this guy's memory to name because he pissed me off and he fucked with Tokoyami. <laughs> Okay, I think we should just call him like fuck ass shadow man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Fuck ass. <laughs> okay. So I guess that um, class one B had been expecting that. <laughs> Still laughing and at fuck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's because I'm thinking of like that meme where it's that guy and he he's like, "This is my purebred." 
uh, whatever dog, and I spent $7,000 on him and had to be on a waiting list for 16 years, right? And then it's another person, and he's got, like, two pugs, and he's like, yeah, these are my dogs, Fuckass and Chonko, and I found them in a dumpster. (laughs) Fuckass and Chonko. Yeah. It's a nice little meme. Chonko. Oh, man. Cute. Yeah. I love it. I cool, found cool, them cool. in a dumpster. I'm like, aw, true love. Babies. Well, Shadow Man here. Fuck ass. Slips right into Dark Shadow, which was really weird. Right? Yeah. That I was mean, strange. They have like the little standoff beforehand where he like kind of warns him, doesn't he? He's like, yeah, yeah. well. You, Watch you out. Know, yeah. He's like. He he's like trying to get in Tokoyami's head very early on by like mm-hmm. planning this, you know, we're we're kind of the same, blah 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 Destined blah. Destined to face off. Yeah, whatever. It's stupid. I hate this fucking character, but <laughs> he does give us through this stupid little challenge he's gonna give to my bird boy. He mm. decides that um, you know, he's gonna challenge him in this weird way, and Tokoyami's like, Yeah, well, guess what, man? You don't know shit about the dark fallen angel, do you? He's like, yo, the dark fallen angel, that sounds so cool. And then he's like, yeah, let me tell you about it. Yeah, he shivers because he knows he doesn't stand a god, he doesn't stand a snowball's chance in hell of ever coming up with a name that fucking cool for his stupid goddamn ripoff Tokoyami powers. Wow, yikes. I hate this goddamn guy. And you know what it is? You know why? Do you know why? Because I can't say his name. Because I can't say his name. Because I kind of like his quirk. I was actually thinking that, like, sometimes I like to think if I were in the My Hero Academia universe and I had one of the quirks, like, sometimes I'm like, hmm, would I like to have that quirk? I feel like I'd like to have this quirk. It seems really cool and stealthy and, like, spooky. So he can basically blend in with any darkness so long as that thing can be moved, I think, is the... Yes, he said as long as it's animate. It's animate. Not inanimate. As long as it's animate. A movable object. But that's confusing. I mean, it is and it isn't because the shadows of the pipes. But I guess shadows are movable. Hmm. (sighs) Well, pipes, I took it as like the he can hide in the shadow of an item so long as that item is movable. So like he's on all of these columns and pillars or whatever. And technically those are movable, I guess, if they had to be put there by a man. Is my thought so process? So, what would be not movable? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, what? Like everything would be movable. He can't blend into like darkness. Darkness. I. I don't. I don't know. Like, oh, I guess. Yeah, like nighttime. A room without mm. light. You know. I. I Confusing. Like, I guess. I don't know. Like, if this if this room was uh dark, right, completely, and I just like lit up a thing, like a, a flashlight in front of my face, right. Mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able to... Well, no, because then he could hide in the thing. I don't know how this quirk works. That's I'm another confused. fucking reason why I hate this guy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. What's his name? Kuru asshole? Yep, that one. Kuru. 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 Just in case all my Brazilians are listening, I think Kuru <laughs> is uh, maybe your Brazilian pronunciation in Portuguese of ass. I don't know. Kyle. <laughs> I'm going through a Brazilian thing right now. I don't know why. Dragon Ball Super Dope is apparently the greatest thing in fucking Brazil. I don't believe it. It's false. I hate it. Go listen to Dragon Ball it. Super Dope. If you Unless you're from Brazil. <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> I was telling Kyle that he should just be really happy to think that his listeners in Brazil are enjoying the wonderful weather 
and um, getting a nice tan on their bum cheeks. No, it's a bunch of like far right fucking weeb dickheads, probably, who don't leave the goddamn basement because they know if they go outside, okay, the sun now will you're burn offending them. them and they're all going to not listen anymore. Well, they don't listen to this feed. It's only fucking happening to Dragon Ball. I don't know why. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm looking at these numbers right now and it just makes like I should just take them off my screen. Just shut it down. I would, except I'm curious. We got we just... got another fucking big old spike since we started this recording. No reason. <laughs> No you know, reason at all. You're so upset. Yeah, it's that and cruel asshole. I anyway. think that that's misplaced rage. Yeah, I mean, everything is misplaced rage for me. Let's just be happy that I'm not freaking out in other ways. Anyway, Tokoyami mm. gets a flashback to how he yeah. learned about the Dark Fallen Angel. Also, those other sidekicks at his internship are assholes because they didn't learn his name. Mm, very true. That made me um, name. That made me name. That made me upset. His name's not Sukiyomi. Yeah, you're right. They they didn't learn his name. That stinks. You should have some respect for your coworkers. Didn't even phase him though, because he's an OG. Yeah, and he was trying to keep up with Hawks. I was really glad we finally got some of this um, backstory with him because we have been wondering about what happened with like Hawks and Tokoyami literally since the movie came out, and we got like that little glimpse of it. I've been wondering ever since then, it's been an entire year, um, which I mean, I guess it's been an entire year because the show hasn't been on for an entire year, but it just feels <laughs> like we were waiting for it for a really long time. And so I'm glad we got to see some of his like work study. Um, we already knew that like he was pretty frustrated with his work study the first round, that he didn't feel like he learned anything, and we get to see it in action. He's just literally constantly out of breath, trying to keep up with Hawks, like, not giving up and just doing the paperwork and everything like the other ones were. He just, like, keeps trying to run after him. At least he's got spirit, right? Yeah, and I think, basically, the, the thing that I like about this flashback is you show him trying so hard to keep up, and the other two um, sidekicks are who were, I don't think they were students, I imagine they no, were. No, they were sidekicks. Yeah, Hawks' sidekicks are just like, yeah, whatever, he's just really fast. And Tokayami's like, mm. don't call me by that name anymore, and I'm running <laughs> on ahead to keep up with this dude. And at the end of the internship, he gets this question from Hawks, and he's like, hey, tell me about the USJ incident. And right. Tokayami's frustration then morphs from... You know, I don't understand why this guy even took me. I've spent an entire week doing pretty much nothing. A lot and of now, cardio. All you want to do is ask me for some shit, some terrible shit that happened to me and my classmates a little while back. Right, dredging up the trauma. Thanks. For yeah, that. like thanks for just bringing me in to have you, you know, dump information, have me dump information in for you. And then he goes back and does his work study with Hawks, and mm -hmm. it's a similar kind of situation, but this time. When we see Hawks, like we, we see Tokoyami trailing behind Hawks this time, the sidekicks are like, holy shit, this kid is uh, working hard. He's like trying to keep up with him. Like, this is pretty amazing how much he's improved. And then at the end of that one, Hawks pulls him aside again, and Tokoyami thinks, great, Here what do you want to know now? Like, oh, another information dump at the end of my fucking thing where I feel like I didn't learn anything. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And they go on what I think is probably the best scene of this episode. Yes, I agree. I, I loved this part. Um, Hawks takes Tokuyami out for a, a little fly. Um. The way he leads into it, too. He's like, what'd you call me here for? What do you want to talk about now? And Hawks just goes, 
this is my this is my third start out moment of favorite moment of the episode. It's like, what do you want? He goes, "We're birds of a feather." <laughs> and Tokoyami just waits for a minute and goes, "Is that a joke?" <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's so funny. <laughs> Oh my god. I like legit. Like the Funimation app is not a very easy app to use on your phone and cast to your television sometimes, but that was so funny I had to like rewind it three times just Oh Oh my gosh, Kyle, we're so opposite. You watch on Funimation. Oh you're Crunchyroll girl? I I watch on Crunchyroll. God, I hate you so much. Although I bet you Crunchyroll, there's no way the Crunchyroll app is worse than the Funimation app. The Funimation app is fucking garbage. Um, no, it's pretty shit, actually. Oh, is Crunchyroll bad, too? Yeah, it depends on if you're watching it on your TV or if you're watching it on your computer. I have no problems when I watch on my computer. It, like, runs on a different system. But yeah. the app for my television is genuinely garbage. And if I try to watch, especially when something new has come out, so... Like, when Jujutsu Kaisen was coming out and everyone was wicked into it, if I tried to watch on a Saturday, Break the internet. I would just, it would just be crashed all the time. Like, the server's down, the server's down, the server's down. I'm like, you guys make so much fucking money. Like, get invest a little bit here, please. Super frustrating. That shit would <laughs> happen with... Because uh, Crunchyroll was doing simuldubs of Dragon Ball Super toward the end, but... Mm-hmm. they would. I wouldn't watch them on there because it would be impossible to watch them in the first few hours. Yeah, no, it was really, really hard. And then, like, for Haikyuu, too, I I would, like, go to watch the episode, and I'd be like, well, gonna have to literally watch it on my tablet, like, instead of watching it on my freaking big-ass TV, I have to watch TV. So yeah, I think annoying. the Funimation app for Roku TV works pretty well. The The iPhone app to cast to, like, a Chromecast, not very well. I think mm. the Xbox app is actually okay as well, but I... Might be wrong. I don't know. I've thought about canceling it a few times, but like my nieces use it way more than I ever will. And I will feel terrible if they don't have that option open to them anymore because they will. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. That's how I am with Netflix too sometimes because I don't really watch anything on Netflix. The kids do, but I don't watch anything on Netflix. So I'm like, I should just get rid of Netflix. But my mom uses my Netflix too. So I'm like, oh, I can't disappoint my children and my mom. Like Mike Mike and Amber use my Netflix, so I won't get rid of it. Just in case Amber's gotta watch fucking whatever stupid pug show she's watching this week. Stupid dummy Amber. I'm mad at them right now. Not Mike though, just the rest of them. Wow, which is actually really kind of it out today. Yeah, you know, I'm spilling all the tea. I'm in a hot, hot uh what's the word? Spilling (laughs) coming in coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had to record like four podcasts this afternoon with some clients of mine, and I didn't fight anybody today, but I was ready to fight somebody today. I but instead, see, I just I got see. to talk about Godzilla and Kong with them. So that's fun. That was cool. Actually, maybe I'll put that up on the Super Dope feed in a few weeks. Anyway, I'll shut up. Uh, what's next? Oh, yeah, uh, Dark oh, Fallen so Angel or whatever. They're on a fly. No, we have we haven't oh, talked yeah, about that's this right. part yet. The we're on a fly, and the song from me to you, a reprise of it, is done in a very tasteful fashion. And that's when I was like, My heart, I love this song so much. You are such a musician because I didn't notice about that at all. Really? That's all I knew. So, like, one thing that we talked about a few weeks ago was like how quickly they tell us that Hawks is like doing a double agent thing and Mm -hmm. we think he's evil, but he's actually good or whatever. Right. Imagine I I watched the scene today thinking, like, Imagine if we didn't know. 
if we didn't know that, but that music cue would have told me what we already knew. Because that music cue, you don't use that music cue when villains come in. You use that music cue when an all might motherfucking moment happens where he's like mm. imparting some real serious wisdom and stuff. And he gives him this beautiful speech about, you know, if you can fly, you fly, you know, can't be confined to the ground. And right. it's, you know, I it don't understand cute. how, I don't understand how it pertains to Tokoyami outside of the fact that he needs to figure out that he can f- like use Dark Shadow <laughs> to levitate yeah. himself. But like, <laughs> it's like this beautiful poignant metaphor, whatever the fuck he's trying to do. And I'm like, how does this apply to the Prince of Darkness again? I, I don't get it. It oh, is a gorgeous right. quote a though, because he says, birds who can fly should fly. Oh my gosh, I was da, like, na, Hawks, na, na, you poet, so oh, beautiful. Na, 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 na. Nah, you want to hear a thing I learned online about <laughs> you, villains? Did you Google it? <laughs> no, I just learned this stuff randomly through like What kind of villains? Like um, Boku no Hero Academia villains or real life villains? No, not real life villains because I don't know how to spot those. Um, on TV, this is just something I heard and I don't know if it's true. And maybe this will ruin things for people in the future. But I've heard that Apple has a contract where oh, yeah. people, they can't let villains use iPhones. Only the good guys can use iPhones. So if you're really paying attention and you're in a show and you're like, who's the bad guy? And you notice like one random person has like an LG or like a Samsung or whatever. A flip phone. An Android. Yeah. Like it's like, mm, I think that's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I know I that either. that that was true for one specific movie that mm-hmm. we found out about, and I think people have just gone on the assumption that because they made them do it for that movie, it's that way for all of anything. If you want, you know, an Apple product to appear, but that was something that they talked exactly about uh, for uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier a lot. Oh, you wow. see certain characters not using iPhones. You're like, that must be the evil person because we know about that rule. <laughs> I know. I don't know if it's true. Very um, convoluted. I just heard it. Urban legend. I'm going with urban legend, but All it's right. prob- it's a myth. It's, prob- it's probably real. Mm. I mean, who knows? I wouldn't be surprised because Apple can just be like, they're the heroes, man. Don't you know? Shit. Only Azuku Midoriya and All Might can use iPhones. If Tomer Shigaraki had an iPhone, it wouldn't be an iPhone. It'd be a foot phone. It'd be a dust phone. It'd be a, a rotten d- phone. It'd be a BlackBerry. <laughs> Those were cool back in the day. They were. Any Oh, yeah. Dark, dark Tokoyami <laughs> Shadow, go for a fly. Yes. So he's like, I'm going to use my super powerful new move. And, you know, the other emo kid knockoff is like, uh, psyche, psych, you can't catch me. And everyone, like, can't find him because he's hidden in the shadows. And Tokoyami's like, he's going to come after me. But I guess that that was all just like a plant, like a mind um, eraser or whatever. I can't think of words right now because we went on so many tangents. But yeah, no, that was a just good a one. ploy. <laughs> a ploy. There it there is. There we go. Some mind fuckery, if you will. Yes, yes. Um, and they snatch up. I, I. This is another one I cannot say. Aoyama. 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 That's my they, fourth. That's my fourth moment. The scream that Aoyama <laughs> lets out. <laughs> the scream that he lets He's out so made me like bust out laughing relentlessly each time. I think that his character has grown on me a lot because definitely when the show first started, he was not somebody I particularly enjoyed. But I think that his personality and like his character design and stuff, he's just really grown on me a lot. And I find him really charming. 
He went from um, annoying to funny somehow. Yes. I don't know if it was by accident or like if we just got <laughs> so used to him being annoying that we had no choice but to think he was funny or what. But The part, my favorite moment of him ever is when they were doing like the super move training and he's just like pressed his belly up against the big stone and like... <laughs> <laughs> puts a hole through it has a hole through very <laughs> very suggestive imagery yes <laughs> i was like oh my <laughs> okay that's, ba- that's a big one. Oh my god hilarious so um he's been captured and tokoyami gets to use his new move um dark fallen angel angel what is it fallen dark angel? dark fallen angel i think yes and Reveals that he can fly, which is so cool, and and goes after them, obviously. But my favorite part of this whole reveal wasn't even the move, but um, Midoriya's yes. <laughs> like full on <laughs> freak out about it. Uh, I was like, "Wow, Deku, you're having a great day." Because first you get to like freak out over everyone's new outfits. Now you get to, like, nerd out. Then you got to nerd out over Shinso. You were like, oh, my God, Shinso's here. I get to have a rematch. Now you're like, my teammate has the most amazing new moves. And he was so cute about it, too. He's And it totally makes sense. He's like, it's simple. It's so simple. We didn't even think of it. He floats. <laughs> I was like, it's so oh, yeah. obvious. We didn't even see it. <laughs> so um, obvious. One, one thing in, like, it, I don't know, any kind of shonen anime where there's going to be some battles and stuff, like... It's a common uh, complaint to be like, oh, you know, sometimes characters are just relegated to, like, commentary on the sidelines while they wait for their next thing to do. Mm-hmm. But the commentary from Deku, like, not only is it, like, pretty insightful and really funny because he's so excited to deliver it. But, like, yes. it makes it's sense with his character. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. with his character. So for him to have his notebook out and getting so, ah, and raising <laughs> his arms up as he gets more and more excited continuously. Sukhoi! it was so so good and uh, And it was that was my favorite part of this whole episode i was like oh midoriya sometimes you really um are charming and i do have a soft spot for you actually you you forget how fanboyish he is since Mm -hmm. every time we're every time we we spend a significant amount of time with deku it's because he's uh you know i'm gonna be the hero or whatever or solve a problem to see him get to like just kick back and observe and let him be himself. Yes. And so not cute. like the guy who's trying to train to hold up the mantle of all might, you know? It's, right. It's nice. It reminds you of what it was like to 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 first meet Midoriya and not see him in, you know, hero mode all the time. Yes. It's like when he can really take all that weight off his shoulders for a little while and just be a just student. Talk with his know? girlfriend at Chaco. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just thought that was so hilarious. And so he explains how it works, too, for anyone who maybe only watched it once and kind of missed it. But Tokoyami's got, like, this cloak, and he wraps it around him, and Dark Shadow is, like, underneath it with his arms out. So this allows him to fly, be protected from the light, and the tide cloak keeps it so that Tokoyami can use his hands. He doesn't have to physically hold on to Dark Shadow. So he's got his hands free, he's got a lot more maneuverability now, and the cloak protects him from the sun, so he can be in brighter places. So overall, this is like a huge like level up for him, I think. This gives him a lot more... I mean, how he can fight in the air, he can do all kinds of really cool new things now. So this was awesome, and I've always thought he was really powerful anyway, so I'm like... He's about to be 
hero, obviously. Like, he's, I'm just so pumped. I was so happy. Plus, he gets Plus. a cape. Plus what? He gets a cape. Oh, yeah, he gets a cape. I feel like not a lot of heroes wear capes. Kind of dumb. Although, I thought about it today. Uh, Momo's got a cape now. And, yes, because uh, of the winter. Yeah. And to cover up her boobs. I think that people maybe complained. Yeah, I think they were like, oh, God, that's right. This girl's 15. Maybe we shouldn't have a, a big... Quite so skimpy. It's she like also, for, even... for no reason, doesn't have pants on. I mean, maybe... She doesn't uh, create anything with her legs. Maybe she's like one of those shorts year-round guys, you know? She just, mm. gets, she just gets really hot with her legs. She got high blood pressure from sitting around drinking Mountain Dew in her mom's basement all day. I think you can I only be a... chuds so much today. I got to take it easy on the chuds. <laughs> Sorry, chuds. I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking... I don't... I, don't, I, I hate you guys. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And unless she's wearing sandals and socks at the same time, you can't wear shorts all year round. You have to do it as a combo. It's a requirement. No, no. I've seen dudes wear shorts year round with like, you know, regular sneakers. No, you haven't. I have. No. You sure they were sneakers? Crocs. I've seen them with Crocs. Jesus, man. Well, you and I are dealing with two very different breeds of short year-round guys. I know. <laughs> Mine true. wear sneakers. Yours wear Crocs. The fuck? Crocs in the wintertime? What have you got to walk in the snow, Mr. Crocman? Croc? Uh, that's when you put... Actually, I have a TikTok for that. Um, when it snows, that's when you use the little strap around the ankle. And you kick it into four-wheel drive. I'm not familiar enough with the design of Crocs to know what the fuck you're talking about. And, I, and I'm thing. actually okay with being able to say that. <laughs> I'll find that TikTok, but it'll take me hours. I'll have to scroll through like thousands of likes. Yeah, videos. it's cool. You don't got to do that. I wouldn't want you to waste your time and mine. If I happen upon it again, I'll, I'll know who to send it to. Oh, can't wait. Can't you know I got you know how you hate mouths and you went on mm-hmm. that thing about mouths last week and you um, cut it out actually I noticed that. did I yeah you're welcome yeah. you're welcome Thanks. um I, I was sort of like do I want everyone to know that I don't know yeah that's kind of what prompted me to cut it anyway anyway Kelly mm-hmm. went on this weird diatribe last week about how much she hates mouths which I get I hate mouths I hate my mouth I hate your mouth I hate everyone's mouths but I feel a very similar way about, about feet, feet. <laughs> that, have I talked to you about this. No, I say it could last just week? tell that's what was coming. Oh, because Crocs, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate feet. They're the worst goddamn things in the world. Keep your they fucking shoes on, socks at a minimum. <laughs> but what in the fuck would anybody wear Crocs for in like any kind of <laughs> practical setting at all? I don't understand the application of Crocs. What's the appropriate occasion to wear Crocs other than fucking never? <laughs> I know so many people who wear Crocs. Um, they'll never listen to this, but my friend Shauna. Uh, the, I like that whole Shana. family. That I whole like Shauna a they ton, were a lot of Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk with her about, like, the thought process and why you adopt Crocs as when you do in life. I think that's why. I think that they are the people I sent the Croc TikTok to. I was like, I mean, oh, is this I grew guys? up with, uh, I don't know if they're married, but whatever. Ray is somebody that I yeah, grew up with and was married. very close with. And, mm-hmm. uh. He wears them all the time. Yeah, the idea of, of Ray and his big fucking feet and a pair of Crocs literally <laughs> makes me want to throw up again. I threw up <laughs> earlier today, and this conversation is making me have relives of Madrahives. <laughs> no like. Anyway, Tokoyami, don't yep, like yep, Crocs. Yep. He will knock out a motherfucker if you wear them. Tokoyami's on my team. I got dibs. Nice. Uh, so how do we like wrap this back up into My Hero Academia? <laughs> so. Yeah, we wrap it back up. This is how we'll do it. Uh, Shadow Boy infects Tokoyami. 
Yes. Talk, uh, dark Shadow. Yep, yep, yep. They use refraction with Hagakure to be able to uh, weaken Dark there. Shadow to the point where he can no longer be with uh, Shadow Dickhead can no longer be within him, and he's yes. able to bring him back. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Tokoyami is able to bring him back, and then there's this little exchange at the end where Momo's like, "Ha ha, you know, we figured it out. It's pretty crazy that you would think to attack all four of us by yourself, but even the unexpected is in my expectations." And then all of a sudden, all of the mushrooms start. And yes. Shadow Dick says to her, "Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's within your expectations." And Kendo knew that it would be within your expectations, and we already planned for this. Kendo wins. And I think he, he says Kendo is better than you. And yeah. I was like, whoa, those are some fighting words. But basically Kendo had plan A and plan B. And she said when plan, plan A fails, when this happens, that's when you need to start plan B. Mm. And she figured if you're going in with this shadow guy and you're going to try to take out Tokoyami, if it gets ugly, they're going to have to l- literally like bring in a large amount of light to be able to combat that. That's when we know that plan A has failed and we can start plan B, which is this mushroom girl. Mushrooms. Whose name What's her name? Uh, her name is Komori. Komori. Komori mushrooms. I was going to say, very likely it means mushroom or something to do with mushrooms. She gives Toad a run for her money. Um, mm. But she just starts populating mushrooms pretty much everywhere. everywhere. At yeah. first I was like, don't you, is it because Hagakure used her light? Is that what prompted her to be able to grow so many mushrooms? But then all the drug dealers I've ever talked to in my life who like partake it in the mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah, you, you keep that shit dark. in the fucking dark. Dank. Like, yeah, so Wet. that wouldn't have made sense to me, but I I don't know how this girl's I think girl's that it was just works, like if so. you see all the light, start making the mushrooms. Yes, that's how you know. That's what I realized yeah. the second time around. The first time I watched it, I was like, wait a minute, is she making mushrooms because of this light? No, that makes no sense at all. We just know that the light signals the end of, or the failure of plan A and that we're starting plan B. Hmm. Um, so we get to see Kamori. Kamori, yeah. Kamori mushrooms next week go up against uh, class 1A. I think um, this looks cute. It's going to be the, the, the preview for next week. It's going to be Momo heavy for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But it, the name of the episode is Foresight. Um, I mean, we're just going to get to see her flex her big brain and create T powers to creatively get out of a jam. Very cool. I remember and, this uh, part from the manga and I did like it. So. I'm excited. Cool. I'm always a, like one of my favorite earlier fights in the show is when her and Todoroki have to team up to fight Aizawa and how ev- including me and I'm pretty sure everyone who watched that episode were like, oh, Todoroki versus Aizawa. This is going to be mm-hmm. dope. And it totally ends up being a Momo episode. And it's so much more satisfying that way. I agree. Uh, she's a fun character. Um, Quick note I wanted to make and wanted to mm-hmm. get your opinion on it, maybe. Absolutely. Um, you know, I pay attention to the music because I'm a weirdo, but the ending song is done by a band called The Peggies. Oh. P-E-G-G-I-E-S. Okay. So is the question is, is that like a group of people named Peggy? Like Peggy's plural? Oh. Or is it Peggies who, you know, have peggers on the other end? Oh, who peg people? No, 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 no. They're people who get pegged by peggers. Oh, they're, they're the peggies. Right. So peggers and peggies. Um, you know, actually, I really like to think that they are peggies. 
um, that are named Peggy, maybe for some reason. Peggy, all right, a group of Peggy. Yeah, I. Did I mean, it checks do out. That. They do. They do have a female singer, so maybe it's just like four chicks, all with the name Peggy. Or and, maybe Peggy uh, does the pegging, and everyone else are the Peggies. Ooh, shit! Mm. Peggy on the lead vocals and the lead dicking. Nice. Pegging, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even think of that. Well, yeah, nice. Yeah, words. I think about words. Um, anything else we got to do? I think this is pretty much a... the end of uh, the episode. I mean, did we miss anything? No. We don't have a birthday. I already I was checked. Gonna say, do we have a birthday? No, no birthdays, birthdays until May the. Th- I think May third is the next birthday, which is one mm, that we will we'll record. Actually, that's next I week. That's next Monday. So, jeez, Louise, um, I can't believe it's already. It's gonna be May. Yeah, already, man. Um, Crazy. This is a little bit of a wild one in that I had a lot of shit to yell because I've. That's fun, ugh. though. Yeah, no, I'm getting it all out. It's cool. Um, um, do you want to th- hear something funny about mushrooms? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I have like an online dating thing where I just like never meet anyone on there because I am a loner and I like being by myself. So I don't even know why I'm sort of attempting to think about dating. Yep. But um, sometimes I'll match with people and just say like four or five words to them and then never talk to them again, which is fine. And sometimes it's funny. And this one guy was like, hey. And I was like, hey. And he's like, I bet I can guess every kind of mushroom you've ever eaten. <laughs> and I was like, okay, go ahead and guess. And he's like, all right. And so then he guesses five mushrooms. <laughs> and he's like, oyster mushrooms. Uh, shiitake mushrooms, portobello mushrooms, uh, cremini mushrooms, right? Like, so he lists all these mushrooms. And then he was like, did I get it right? And I was like, uh, to be honest, I don't know. I just think of all mushrooms as being, like, the weird mushrooms you get on pizza, which is disgusting, and I never eat them. And then he was like, oh, okay, and unmatched with me. Because <laughs> I didn't know anything about mushrooms. Why so the fuck fun. would that person assume that you did know anything about mushrooms is my I question. Know. It was the best. Hey, hey, I bet I can guess all the kinds of mushrooms you've eaten. I was like, wow, cool, okay. What a weird fucking intro. It was so funny. Uh, well, I still think about it, so it definitely made an impact. I an guess, impression. but like, what was the dude's name? Exactly. He's fucking mushroom dick. And he was either setting you up to either try to do drugs with you or get some kind of yeah, fucking mushroom stamp joke true. in there. Just so you know. Anyway, I'm receptive to both. Oh, no, I'm really, I'm really excited for this next episode. I think it's going to be fun. I like Momo. I think she doesn't get enough screen time. Um, and I think this will be fun. Foresight. We shall foresight. see. I have some foresight about. Fucking the mushrooms thing is gonna bother me now. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. That, that's stupid. Fucking, I hate every. I think everyone's stupid today, and that just one just set me over the edge. That was. Uh, anyway, all right, everybody. Super well, dope. What's the name see you of the show? Tuesday. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Super dope plus ultra. Make sure if you got to the end here, uh, make sure you rate and subscribe. We're Ever you got your podcast, Apple yes. Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. I don't know if we're on Google Podcasts yet. I should probably figure that out like last week, but maybe this week will be the week. Maybe next week. Who knows? Um, 
Share it with your My Hero Academia friends. That helps Absolutely. us out, helps you out. Uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Alrighty. In the meantime, you can always check out our Instagram. Um, I post on there sometimes. <laughs> so check out my posts. Uh, send me a message just to say hi. That would make my day. Yes, go follow us on Instagram. We would appreciate that. And uh, we'll talk with you soon. Super dope. Gonna raise my hand with the peace sign. Mushrooms and the Crocs forever. Banana, 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 banana,